not going to suck their dick. I just want to give a shout out to them. <laughs> Alrighty, we're going to start this off by sucking the dick of uh, Alex and James. <clears throat> Alex and James, and I was going to say Alex and Nick at first. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to kill you, especially with all the edits he's had to do. <laughs> that fucking nigger. <laughs> Yeah, see, this is our show now. <laughs> yeah, see, we're pulling the strings here, see? <laughs> no, but that was a lot of fun, guys. We appreciate that. Definitely going to have to have you on, do one of our shows. And yeah, there's going to be no editing when it comes to our show. Oh, no. No, no. I mean, it's... It's going to be raw. Raw, uncut, unscripted, N-word, C-word. Yeah, whatever you feel like using, bring it. Yep. You're in America now. America, bitch. Bitch. All right. Well, I'm Garrett. And I'm Justin. And together we are Triggered! Wow, we oversaturated the mic that time. That's all right. Get all that (laughs) You get all this little little flat (laughs) line and then bam! I'll just blow out some eardrums. Yeah. So turn your headphones up real loud if you're listening to this episode. I think we might be a little quiet. (laughs) Just to compensate? Just to compensate. So, uh, yeah, we we recorded with uh, Thorskin today, this morning. Yeah, it was awesome. You know, I was really nervous about it this morning, which is odd, because yeah. once we got into the flow, it was totally like being with a couple of friends that I've known for a long time. Yeah, you said at the beginning you kind of pooped yourself a little bit, I was you? thinking about pooping myself. I'm just not good with new experiences. Yeah. I just, I have no time for new experiences. Oh, I know. So. I remember when the first time we did anal, you were so tight. I know. <laughs> And now you could just throw a hot dog down there, you know? It's not even hit the walls. No, no, not even hit the walls. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, this morning my my stomach was like real butterfly, you know? And I was like, what the fuck? I don't know why I'm so nervous about this. It's because you're in love, dude. I, it's true. I love you, Alex. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I, but it was good. Once we got into it, it yeah, was, it was, it was really, really good. good. So any of our three followers that listen to this, head on over to a Thorskin podcast. Yep. And that's T-H-O-R, not four as in the dick yeah, hair. Thor, Thor. Or not dick hair, dick skin. <laughs> dick hair too, whatever whatever works. Thor skin. Yeah. I think it's Thor's kin, actually. It's it's T H O R S. Oh, is it? Okay. Apostrophe. Kin. Kin. Okay. K-I-N. Gotcha. Thor's Kin. Well, I don't pay attention to anything. I just say the name and it just, for me, it comes off as Thorskin. I guess, yeah, there is the S right there. Yeah. Thorskin. Cool. Yep. Anyways, you should give them a follow. They're really good people. Very good people. Even for being British. That's true. We can't fault them for that, though. Nah. <sighs> it's not our fault that your accent automatically makes your whole nation sound gay. <laughs> I really like the British. I think I've said this before, but I, the Why British. Because you like British dudes. Well, some of them. I like British women, though. Like, oh. like I was telling Alex and James on the podcast when I was over in England, they've got a lot of hot women over there. See, that was one thing that the point that I never got to make in the podcast is like, for me, it's like they get really hot women that have really fucked up teeth. Mm. And I think that is the cutest thing in the world. Yeah, I don't mind teeth that, that are... have a snaggle tooth hottie. I don't mind teeth that are off a little bit. I don't care, you know. But does she suck a good dick? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a NWA reference for all of our rapper uh, listeners out there. <clears throat> yeah, and that went completely over my head. Oh, well, yeah, you don't listen to rap. But... <clears throat> so, so yeah. shall we break into it? So, yeah, we should break into it. Um, 
I think, uh, well, we, I, I had you watch a few trailers with me before we and started And I had up. you watch a few trailers. <laughs> I mean, they're old trailers now, but uh, you want to start on the gaming or the movie side first? It's up to you. Uh, Dealer's choice. Let's do it. Let's do with the movie one because I have more to speak. Okay, sure. Go for it. So I showed Justin the uh, preview for The New Mutants. Yeah, and that looks like a horror film, man. Yeah. It's, it's really coming off of the tone. I mean, not that Logan was a, a horror movie, but it's got that darker, more grizzled tone. Uh, it's definitely grittier. It's almost like a DC film. Yeah. And um, I hope it's good. I don't know if it's rated. It'd be awesome it, if all future X-Men movies were now rated R because, I mean, the subject matter kind of lends I think to that. that all, X- mutants are violent. Yeah, well, all superheroes are violent. I think almost every superhero movie in general should be rated R because then they could get more shit done, you know? Yeah, Minus but, a few. Like, Spider-Man's always been more kid-friendly. Yeah, Spider-Man doesn't kill people. Superman really tries hard not to, even though he has done it so in the past. Yeah, so. and he, when he gets pissed, I mean, he wrecks shit. I mean, look at what happened to the city. He does, but he, he wrecks shit, but he's usually doing that towards people that are you know, much more powerful and not as fragile as human beings. Of course, yeah. Well, if he punched a human, they'd turn into a blood mist, you yeah. know? So. He would eviscerate anybody that was humid, um, which is why, you know, Lex Luthor always had to get, like, this mech suit yeah, to even come close to... Or use kryptonite against yeah. him or any of Even Batman had to get kryptonite. I mean, yeah. one-on-one, just his power versus Superman power, it's over, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, so power to power, Batman and Superman. Superman's gonna win, but I think power to brain. Or yeah, no, brains to brains. Brain. Batman's got way more brains than Superman. Yeah. But anyways, let's get back to the New Mutants. So it it lends that I I like how they the the trailer kind of gives off this horror movie psycho ward mental institute vibe. Yeah, kind of reminded me of a uh, American Horror Story uh, season two a little bit there with just the the scenery that was being portrayed. Yeah. Yeah, it was like uh, the season when they did the asylum. Yeah, that's season two. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I I I like this new world, uh, mutant world, because it, it's I don't know it. I love comic book movies. I I enjoy reading comic books, but when I watch them in the movie, I want to see them more grounded. I don't want them, you know, giving into their comic book comic book fanciful roots. I want them to be more grounded and more well you can relate as a person better i mean i there's that god complex we all have that we yeah. like looking at things that we'll, well never attain just it's just i don't like the flash i don't want the um i don't want the i don't want my movies to look like cartoons which is one of the big issues that i've been having with like the marvel cinematic universe with uh, guardians of the galaxy 2 that was basically like watching a cartoon my only problem with the Marvel movies from the ones that I've seen is that I just don't like the color saturation in their films. They're overly saturated in almost all of their movies. And Logan is completely desaturated. Yeah, it's... which and same with the New Mutants. I like that. And they actually did a brief sh- shot. And I think if you get like the special edition, you can get you can watch Logan in black and white. Oh, that's pretty badass. Um, but one, th- I like it because you. The X-Men are no longer on the top of their game. When you get into Logan, and I know this is going to be a little bit of spoilers for you. It's all right. I don't, mind being, I don't mind shit getting spoiled for me. But um, when you start off the movie, uh, it's it's Logan and Professor X. And, and Xavier, Logan, yeah. Logan is hiding Xavier from the authorities 
because um, in Xavier's old age, I think it was he was getting part. He had Parkinson's and he had he was, no he had Alzheimer's and he had um, seizures. You know how freaky that is. If he goes into a seizure, he could just like kill a whole city block. He did. Man. Are you serious? <laughs> he killed a whole city. <laughs> yeah, that's uh... he killed it. A whole city's worth of mutants. He killed hundreds of thousands of mutants in wow. an episode. Does it show it in the movie? Him, um, him doing that? They talk about it, and then there's a sequence in which he's off of his meds, and they're about to get taken over by this new crew that's trying to weaponize mutants again. And um, they're after Logan, and they're after um, the girl who's weapon or um, the the new Wolverine. Yeah, the new Wolverine. And um, the whole movie is, is you know, it gears towards you, you introduced with the idea that Logan's taking care of the senile Charles Xavier. And um, they have to keep Xavier pumped up on meds. Otherwise, if he gets into another episode, he'll kill a bunch of people. But I think it was, if I'm remembering correctly, I think the first time he did it, he killed mutants. And then he did it again and he killed everybody. Wow. Oh, it's and, not surprising. I mean, to lose control like that, he's a dangerous mutant to have control yeah. being lost like that. So he was, they were, needless to say, there was a manhunt against them. And um, one of the things that they had to do was they ran into this girl that escaped a, um, a private run institution that was weaponizing and creating, creating new mutants and weaponizing them. And it was a bunch of children. And uh, it was just a dark, disturbing character-driven movie. Well, I know that they both die in that movie. I mean, that's been spoiled for me. Both. Uh, yes, Xavier dies. Yeah, and so does uh, Wolverine. Um, Xavier is killed by a clone, a young clone of, uh, of Wolverine. And who kills Wolverine? Wolverine dies... Um, now, is, well, is it just that his healing properties, since he's getting older, have just kind of subsided? His healing properties turned into cancer. Oh, shit. They turned against him. And so he was dying of cancer throughout the movie, and then he kind of sacrifices himself to save these kids as they're trying to cross over from America into Canada and reorganize. Um, there was a safe haven for them in Canada, and that was one of the... And that's when the opening of The New Mutant starts. Maybe that place they thought was a safe haven is this crazy fucking uh, insane yeah, asylum. Insane asylum, and... I think the it doesn't look like it's the same actress, but I think that the uh, Mexican-looking girl mm -hmm. is um, what X twenty-three or X. What's her name? I'm not a big Marvel guy. X twenty-three. I think her name is a female. I, I I have to. I can't. I can't let this one sit. That's all right. Everyone's used to our live Google searches <laughs> by this point. <laughs> female wolf. Oh, Wolverine. X-23. X-23. You had it right. Yeah. Um, Laura Kinney. She, um, I think it's a new character just because they're going to make her a little older probably. I love the girl that that, that they got to play X-23 in, in, in Logan. She did yeah, but a, she was younger then, right? Yeah. So maybe this does take place a couple oh. years after. Yeah. So it looks like they've got a new person, but I think that the Mexican girl is uh, is X twenty three, even okay. though you don't see her see her claws or anything. Yeah. But I liked it because they it was two claws in the movie, mm -hmm. and she has I think she has claws on her feet as well. Oh, that's pretty sweet. 
and she just wrecks shit. It's funny to watch a little girl just fucking decapitate a big burly shaved and shaved head dude with a machine gun. She just jumps up on him, fucking all fours, Ooh. stabs into him, and then fucking cuts his head off. Nice. Oh, well, at least she was uh, nice about it. He went <laughs> quick. You know? <laughs> well, I think she did this a little bit before oh, okay. she cut her. It, yeah, like like our listeners can see what I was doing. <laughs> Garrett was punching the air violently. <laughs> like I had a seizure or something. <laughs> Uh-uh. What other uh, trailers before we get on to gaming? Did we watch one more uh, movie trailer? Or was it just... No, I think it was... I think it was just the... You want to um, roll into the uh, Battlefront? Oh, yeah. I showed you the Battlefront 2 trailer. Yeah. The we'll, uh, single-player trailer. Let's talk about that one first. I think that looks uh, really cool, and I'm really hoping that it has a long campaign. I mean, I know it probably won't because it's multiplayer-focused, but if it's at least 7 to 10, ten hours, I'm in. I'll be happy with an eight-hour campaign. Yeah, like I said, seven to ten I'll be good with, but if it's a four-hour campaign, I'll wait till that game's real cheap before I buy it. Yeah. So no, I, I plan on getting it just because I do want to... I, well, you like multiplayer games, so... It's not that I don't... I like multiplayer games per se. It's just I like the people that I play them with, so... Yeah. It's just something to be able to do that and be, you know, part of the crew. Gotcha. <clears throat> and... uh what? That's not the only thing that comes out on November 17th. Uh, I was sending a text message to my friend in California. Uh-huh. And I said, hey, I get a birthday present on your birthday as well, because her birthday is the 17th. Uh-huh. And uh, Punisher comes out that day. Uh, Justice League comes out that day. And uh, Battlefront 2 comes out that day. Yeah. <laughs> it's, as, it's as bad as October 27th. I mean, the Stranger Things Season 2 comes out that day. Mario Odyssey comes out that day wolfenstein 2 comes out that day it's gonna be a packed uh packed day yeah. so, so i'm not too october 27th not too big on my radar although i do want to get and we can get into that here soon but i do want to get the new wolfenstein oh, game God. looks so good um but uh yeah the 17th of november is gonna be a just a massive you know come load of of geeks of geeks it's just everybody's gonna be jizzing in their yeah. each other's faces and what what have you. And yeah, uh, I hate how companies bunch everything together like this. It drives me fucking insane, you know? <laughs> I'm gonna be so broke this coming Friday on the twenty seventh. I hear ya. And that's like right and, before Christmas. And too. Assassin's Creed Origins comes out that day. But I'm not getting that on day one. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till I'm just gonna wait because I've been playing Assassin's Creed from the beginning and I'm I looks cool, but you're Assassin's Creed out. I am. Even though they took a year off, I'm still burnt out by that franchise. I still haven't beat Syndicate yet. And that's a good one too. Uh, yeah, I'm just still burnt out from that franchise. I, I, I'm at the point in Syndicate where it's like to get some of the collectibles. They made it so I have to go on to, um, yeah, sorry, my text message thing keeps going off. Uh, yeah, I have to go online to look up. You stuck on a part or are you just trying to find collectibles? Look up or collectibles. Oh, God, yeah. I want to get the music boxes so I can get the special armor. The armor, yeah. And usually all that shit's been on the map. 
they go it shows up on the map yeah once they you've started that it. bullshit with unity uh unity and in, introduced stuff where there is no maps you just got to find it yeah so i yeah. cheated on unity too i was like nope i need a guide for this not gonna waste my time in that yeah because it's huge yeah the, the maps are huge it's i do like that syndicate has a little batman grappling hook yeah that was really cool plus i like the environment better I love uh, England's prettier than France. Well, and just London. Yeah. London's a gorgeous fucking city. So when I was there, when I was younger, I had so much fun just walking around looking at that because yeah. it's a place with history. Here in the U.S., we don't really have that. We tear everything down after 25 years, pretty much. <laughs> so. Well, you got some places on the East Coast, but as I think the oldest places on the East Coast, you know, from a, a European architectural standpoint, the oldest stuff is from the 1700s. Or maybe late 1600s, but yeah. either way. Oh, God. Oh, uh, I'm sure that one got picked up. Oh, definitely that got picked up. That was a good one, Garrett. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I'm sitting right next to you, too, so it's just like wafting, wafting. Uh, you know, we got on a tangent. We didn't. We barely talked about Battlefront 2. Is there anything so, else you want to say about Battlefront that? 2? I look forward to it just because I've always wanted to play an Imperial agent and see things purely from the Imperial side. I'm it, going back to Assassin's Creed. That's why I like Assassin's Creed Rogue so much because you get to play as a Templar and be on the see, and be see. on the opposite side. You get the other point of view. Yeah, exactly. Because they think they're right just as much as. The rebels think they're right. So. Yeah, and that was one of the things that I really liked about the Falling Stars novel. Is that a Star Wars novel? It's a Star Wars. It's one novel. of the new. It's one of the newer ones that came out right. Uh, I think it came out right before the Force Awakens came Is out. Is that the one that you tried to get me to borrow, and I just yeah, didn't have the time to read it? Read it. I just don't have time to read anymore, man. I would love to. I miss reading. Instead of playing video games, you could be reading. Yeah, but like I've said, most of my video gaming is done at my one job, and the guy likes to play games with me. But if I sit there and read, it's... He's going to be just like oh, smacking you in the face and be like, pay yeah, attention to me, pay attention to me, you're being boring. You're being Pretty much, yeah. So I I mean, I'm there to work. So I figure if I'm playing games, it's something him and I are doing together, so we're spending time together. Yeah. So it's working. You know? Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I, I think Battlefront 2 looks really good. The voice acting in it looks really good. It looks like they got McDermott to come back I as the Emperor. I don't think they did. I don't think they've ever paid enough money to get any of the actual voice actors to play mm. any of the roles. I think this time they just got a good Yeah, well, whoever they got sounds really voice good. Voice actor. So. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I look forward to it. I look forward to seeing the single player, how they mix in you know the first person uh, shooting aspects of it and then some of the space battles. I played the beta for... Yeah, but that was just multiplayer. Right? It was just multiplayer, but you could do... Um, I The level design was so nice, except for the... Um, I played a lot of the Theed Palace map. Is the, that Maz Kanata's palace? Theed or? Palace is on Naboo. Oh, oh God, yeah, okay. You're talking... Uh, What's Maz Kanata's planet name? Oh, yeah. Did you guys hear that one? I think it might be Takodana. Okay. But Takodana might also be the planet that the Resistance. Uh, no, it is Takodana. Is it? Maz Kanata. Or Maz. Yeah, Maz Kanata's castle is on Takodana. Okay. Um, I can't remember. I think it's. Um, I think it starts with an E, is the, is the name of the planet that the Resistance is on. The Resistance Base in Episode Seven's on. I, for some reason, I'm completely brain farting on that. Yeah, I can't remember. 
Are we going to do another live yeah, Google search? Yeah, we're going to do another live because I just I have too much respect for Star Wars to... Just got to do it. See here. Taco... Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Donna. But I thought yes, you... Takadana is the Battle of Takadana is also Nash Clash on Takadana. Yeah, but that's not where the resistance is hold up. No, though, is it? that's what you were looking for. Is where yeah, the that's what I'm. I'm looking that up right now. The Hosni, um Hosnian system, the first order super weapon. That's where the uh, no, Starkiller base is. That's the Hosnian. Hosnian system was where the Senate was. Oh, okay. Uh, New Republic. I bet people, if anyone is a huge Star Wars fan that's listening to this, they're probably screaming at their at the computer right now. Yeah. Or however they're listening to this. Yeah, fucking retards. It's blank. <laughs> We're trying to find what blank is. Give us yeah. a second. We gotta stroke Garrett's cock or he'll never be happy for the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah. Dakar. Dakar. Yeah, he, uh, uh, Luke is on the planet that starts with an E. I think it's called like Uden or Uden or something sure. like that. That's my uh, phone this time. Yeah. Jesus Christ. This is real professional He's here. Fucking chewing me out for having my phone go off twice and then his phone goes <laughs> off and it's just a fucking Twitter. It's a shit show, but that's okay. That's how we roll here. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, I'll probably wait till you buy it and play it, and just I'll take your word for it. You can tell me how long the campaign is. I'll look at reviews when it comes out. So let's move on to uh, Wolfenstein to something a little bit closer that's coming out this Friday. What'd you think about that E3 trailer, the original one? Was so the one that we watched was it a, a mashup of a couple of different trailers? No, no, that, that was just, that, that was, was one. Yeah, long that was trailer. their that was their announcement of that game. Oh wow! Was that huge long thing like where the, it's making fun of Lassie at the yeah. beginning and then German or else? You know, <laughs> America's favorite uh, home game show. Um, it reminds me a lot of Man in the High Castle. I haven't seen it, but you because Man in the High Castle is a very similar universe in which the United States loses a war, and uh, I, I wonder if in Wolfenstein, well, the I'm Allies sure. lose the war, right? It's yeah. not like we were just fighting Hitler by ourselves. Well, of course we were. I mean, that's, that's true. I mean, we the are British American. didn't do shit. Oh, <laughs> they were holding them off for a long time before we came in. <laughs> What are you talking about? It was the British that fucking abandoned mainland Europe to the Nazi regime and made them suffer for, I think it was like three or four years. Did they really? Yeah. Well, they were that, probably getting their That's what the whole Battle of Dunkirk was, or evacuation of Dunkirk. Mm, well, they were getting their asses handed to them. Um, it just pissed off everybody in England. It's like we just we just got this wonderful, you know, bringing together the two cultures and nationalities in our <laughs> in our transatlantic podcast and I just fucking burn that bridge. Oh, well, <laughs> Garrett's just trying to trigger people. So, you are on the triggered show. If you're triggered, congratulations. This is how this is how this show works. So, I'm a professional troll. Yeah. Um did you lose your train of thought? I lost my train of thought. Yeah, we were talking about Wolfenstein too. Okay, so yeah, I, I in in Man in the High Castle, the United States gets broken up. So everything west or east of the Rocky Mountains is controlled by Nazi Germany. Okay. 
and then everything west of the Rocky Mountains is controlled by Japan. Oh, Jesus. They upgraded. Yeah. I mean. But, I mean, you know, 90% or maybe 85% of the country is is, is Nazi-controlled, whereas the other half. Because then the Rocky Mountains area is like a neutral zone between the two nations. You know what's weird about that? Hitler, I think, was so desperate to have the Japanese help him. I think he would have ended up betraying them. Say things had gone his way. Oh, yeah. He was such a purist as far as race goes that... Why would he even tolerate putting up with them if they had won? You know. Oh uh, yeah, it's like how they, they, they he 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 was helped with Russia in his rise to power, and then you know soon after he got control, he's like fuck you Russia, I'm now going to take over you. Yeah, that was a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully for oh, for uh, us, uh, yeah. For can us. you imagine if it was Japan, Russia, and uh, Germany? Man, we would have had one hell of a fight on our hands. Although we did have the bomb before anyone else had it so all we would have had to do is just keep dropping those bombs on people and even then i think it took like another three years for us to produce another bomb because we dropped the two bombs we had that's true but i mean it probably would have been enough those two bombs to even deter russia as big as they are because they don't know that we only had those two it's not like it was advertised oh i know but and it was the whole reason why japan decided to finally cave but it what's funny we the first bomb that we dropped was on nagasaki or hiroshima hiroshima okay and they kind of like it didn't bother them it bothered them but they kind of yeah. shrugged it off but once we bombed nagasaki like oh shit yeah <laughs> and one thing i i watched a, a documentary recently and the nagasaki bomb was way off target oh i know but it was a much more powerful yeah, bomb. it was the bigger brother of the two <clears throat> and uh which is the one that we dropped on hiroshima was that little boy or uh uh yes little boy and then you had fat man fat, fat man, man was, was the one that got dropped yeah. on nagasaki yeah um fat man was i believe the pistol bomb so it's the one where you shoot a piece of plutonium into another piece of plutonium oh jesus and yeah. And caused the reaction, whereas the Hiroshima bomb was a, an implosion bomb where you had a uranium core and a bunch of um, uh, TNT surrounding it. And you implode on or you explode and compress that uranium core to start the reaction. Um, now, I mean, it's they're all. Oh, we've got way crazier atomic bombs out yeah. there than that. Yeah. Well, they're all hydrogen fusion bombs. Yeah. They're, if, not, they're if, not fission bombs. It'd be real scary if atomic bombs started going off nowadays, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, whole population centers, whole yeah. states. I mean, if we dropped one of our bombs on North Korea, like fucking Trump says he wants to do, we would just, ab we wouldn't just obliterate North Korea. We'd probably take out South Korea and part of China with it, too. Yeah, but the thing is, is, um, they would have, before they got destroyed, they would have sent what they had. True. But they would only be able to hit our eastern coast, so... Western coast. Would it be the western coast? Yeah. Yeah, they're on the other side. Okay, that's right. Ocean? Yeah, that's right. Sorry, my geography's... Uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. Fourth grade level, almost. I mean, I can I can point to North Korea on the map, but... When the no, dude, that's Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, sir, that's that's Niger. <laughs> There's a callback for people that listen to the Thorskin podcast. <laughs> Anyways, I, although James might have edited that out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Wolfenstein 2, we got off on a World War II tangent there. What do, what do you think of the gameplay? The what? gameplay looks good. It looks pretty, uh, it looks like they're taking some of the takedown 
mechanics from, from Doom. Doom. Yeah, I noticed that as well. And it's still just as fast and frantic as uh, the New Order was. So, yeah, it's going to be good. I look forward to it. I, I really like the sense of humor that they had in, in the presentation at the beginning of the... Well, there was humor in the New Order also, because you could collect, like, Nazi Beatle albums. Do you remember that? I think I do. It's just hilarious. So, it's going to be good. And then the last trailer we watched, even though this game's already been released, but I wanted Garrett to see what it was, was the trailer for uh, The Evil Within 2. Yes. And you've never played The Evil Within 1, right? I think I played a little bit from your place. At my, at my house. At your place. And you didn't really care for it, did you? Mm-mm. What did you not like about it? Was it too much like Resident Evil 4, or, or was... I guess so. Really? I think that was the thing. And it's hard as fuck. Yeah, those games are hard. Like, even I'm I'm going through Evil Within 2 now, and man, I've died a lot. And this game's different because it's an open world. Like, it, there's open world sections, and then you go into linear segments, but okay. it's an open world town, and you can explore all these houses that are abandoned. And oh, so it's kind of like uh, Silent Hill 2. Yeah, this game feels a lot like Silent Hill. So I like this one a lot more than the first one. I like the linear story progression also, but I love when they give me a town that's all spookied up, you know, and you got to scrounge around and then you enter houses or diners and then all of a sudden it triggers one of these linear sections to happen. Uh, okay. And you can do them out of order. Okay. But but some are probably going to be harder, so if you well, don't... Well, they're side quests. Oh. Uh, you know where you need to go to progress the main story, and everything okay. else that you're looking around the town can register as a side quest activity. Ah. Uh, so, and okay. it's not a huge world. When I mean open world, it's probably one-sixteenth the size of Breath of the Wild. So... Okay. Which, you know how big that map yeah. is. So it's not very big. I'm still going through Breath of the Wild. I finally finished all of the Divine Beasts. Mm, nice. And, and did you have a hard time with that last boss on the camel? The last boss was really easy because I had the Master Sword. It was the first Divine Beast that I had the Master Sword for. And um, once I got a better idea of how to deal with him. How fast he moves? Well, it's not just the fastness. It was uh, There's a point when he's floating up in the air and he's throwing down these electric spikes that you have to pick up and then put up next to him using your magnetic ability and that shocks him so that he'll finally come back down and hit him and once i got that one done i mean i think he killed me once and then i got him on the second try yeah no he's not too bad he was the second boss i came to and Ah. i had five hearts holy shit he packed my shit so far in i did end up beating him but it probably took me a good six goes Oh, before wow. I got him, but I was a lot weaker. I don't yeah. know how many hearts you have where you're at. I'm at 24, 25 hearts. Oh, damn. So you're almost capped out because 30 hearts are max in Breath of the Wild. Okay. Which is crazy because all the other Zelda games, it's always been 20. That's max. So Yeah, it's two full rows and each yeah, row yeah, is 15 yep. hearts. So yeah, I'm a little bit past halfway on the second row. Yeah. And then I've got two full stamina bars and I've got... A, a segment on the third stamina yeah you can bar. probably get i think it's two and a half stamina bars so you can go all stamina but then you'll have less hearts but yeah. you can compensate by cooking a meal that gives you those yellow hearts. hearts yeah, yeah. so anyways evil within two is pretty good i'm enjoying it it's my daughter's been watching me play it which probably isn't the best idea because then she wants to sleep with us at night 
But she's been sitting next to me and like she's all enthralled. And I know I'm a bad parent letting my eight year old watch a, a rated M game, but I don't really give a shit. Yeah. They've got to they got to see it one day. I don't believe in hiding shit. You yeah. Know? Uh, there was a <laughs> what was the one horror game that your your wife wouldn't let her be in the room with you when you played? It's PT because oh, it freaks okay. her the fuck out. She's so scared of that game. Even though she's seen us play it so many times when we have... Everyone wants to see PT whenever we have get-togethers. It's so <laughs> weird. I, I You're lo- one of the few people in this world that still has a PlayStation 4 with it on there. I know. I could sell my PS4 for a lot of money because that game's on there, but... I don't know. I like it, but I've played it so much now that it's... It's, it's old now. It's old, and I know every trick, but it's fun watching someone who hasn't seen it go through it i just remember like i liked being able to talk to lisa oh that's pretty creepy and that's only one way you can solve that puzzle (laughs) uh what was i trying to say about evil oh my daughter was sitting next to me we were in this room and i died because this guy killed me so when i respawned you know the game Uh loaded back up we walked back and he wasn't there and so I was like, what the fuck? Did this game glitch out? So I kind of just started creeping along and he jumps down and it was the craziest jump scare. My daughter jumped so far that she fell back on the ground. <laughs> yeah, That's know? awesome. And she's like, daddy, feel my heart. So I put my hand on her chest. And like, duh, 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 duh. I was like, yeah, honey, that's why daddy plays scary games. Cause I like that feeling, yeah. you know, it's better to dab that than to take meth. Well, I just, I get off on getting scared. You know, and even if it's just a cheap jump scare like that. Speaking of of meth. Speaking of meth. (laughs) Going back uh, to the Wolfenstein trailer at the end when the guy drops the acid and the little cartoon character comes out. that's awesome. I hope that happens in game. Well, I hope you can take blotter acid. Can you imagine a level where he's on acid? Acid. Holy shit. What would be awesome is if they did that and he's on acid and then they got... um, Rob Zombie to do all of the animation for that portion of the game. That would be really cool. What's neat is the time frame that this game takes place in. So it's the late 60s, possibly going into the early 70s. So you have, that's the drug era over here in America. Yeah. So everyone was dropping acid, taking shrooms, smoking pot, fucking everybody without rubbers. That's just the way it was back then. Yeah. I mean, I talk to my boss all the time at work and he lived through that. And he's like, God, I miss those days where we just used to all fuck and not worry about it. I... I'd never imagined him to be one of those. Oh, yeah. He's done quite a bit of drugs in his time. He never did dropped acid, but he's taken a lot of shrooms and okay. stuff like that. Sweet. Um, so we're about uh, halfway through our episode Are we already? today. Yeah, Holy we're shit. 34 minutes in. So I think it's uh, probably time to do a uh, topic of the show. I would assume so, and I believe it's your turn to shake. All righty. So let me... Uh, <clears throat> The best part of waking up is triggered in your cup. I think that was good. That was, we had some harmony going yeah, on there. We, we organized a little bit that time. <laughs> Our worst fears, what truly scares you? Oh, that's a good topic. Since I pulled it, you get to start first. Okay, my worst fear. So, like, the thing that I'm scared of the most is death. Death scares me. The act of dying, what it feels like, maybe what it doesn't feel like, just traumatizes me. Whenever I, like, start lucidly thinking about dying, it fucks with me. Like, it gives me heart palpitations, and, like, I get weak in my knees, and I feel like I'm going to fall over, because 
every day that you're living, you you can't see the end. No matter what point in life, and maybe when you're at the end, I won't know until I get there, but like right now, I can't see the end. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me so much. But when I start thinking about the end, it becomes real. Like I can see myself at the end. You can visualize it. I can visualize it. And And then you can empathize with yourself at the end. Yes. it's, It's a really macabre, weird feeling that I can't really describe. But that's really the only thing that truly terrifies me in life is dying. I just... The uncertainty of it, how it's going to feel. See, I don't care if it's all blackness and there's nothing. That doesn't bother me. I just don't know what it feels like. What does it feel like to experience your brain dying? What I'm hoping is that the act of dying, your brain realizes it's, okay, this is the end. Let's let's flood this body with endorphins. So it might just be a really good fucking high at the end. But I don't know that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't don't know what it feels like. For me, I I don't look at that. I look at it as the next adventure. Yeah, but I don't fear it. Yeah, but there's no guarantee there is a next adventure. So maybe that's why it fucks with me more because you think that there might be something, and I, I regardless of whether it's nothing or anything. I mean, I feel like you know this life has been such a in my existence. I feel like this life has been such a fuck fest of bad shit oh me too dude i mean we've both talked about this on yeah that's the shit that you and i've been through together is so insane. you know letting go of all of that and not having that wear on you even if that means you just aren't cognizant of anything anymore is slightly appealing well i'm kind of appealed to that uh just being able to rest yeah you know if it is like a rest it's just odd man but um it, even if there is something on the other side i mean i just look at it as you know It's something new to experience. Well, you only go alone, you know? <laughs> you can't take any friends with you for that journey. That's no. the weird thing, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, the ultimate, it's the ultimate journey that one can go on for self-realization, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> I was reading uh, something the other day that said that scientists have proven that your brain still has activity pretty long after you die and that uh they've determined that people can actually hear their own hour of death getting called like in a hospital like they they hooked people up to a machine and like they the people the person that's dead can hear died at that's fucked you know what i mean (laughs) that's crazy oh no it it trips my mind out because yet there are times when i do contemplate it and um it's i don't know i i I can't allow myself to be afraid of it because I know it's going to happen. Oh, I know. That's the hardest thing is that it's going to happen no matter what I do, but it's it's the only thing I'm really afraid of. And especially it's become more the older that I get and um, the more real the idea becomes because, you know, when you're younger in your teens and 20s and what have you, it's that's something that's far off. And then I feel like once you get into your 30s, at least for me, it's like there's a high probability that I'm halfway through my life right now. I've only got what I've lived already. And that's or that's less. It. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, unfortunately, start the time for diseases and stuff that people start getting is late 30s, 40s. Kirk, knock it off. Yeah. Stop it, Kirk. It's a bad pushy. 
So you never know. I mean, hopefully you and I live well and we don't, one yeah. of us doesn't die from cancer or some other fucked up bullshit. God damn it, Kirk. I'm going to throw something at him. Don't. Something soft. No, I don't have anything soft. What about these batteries? <laughs> uh, that's all right. Just ignore him. He'll go away. Damn you, Kirk. Well, I just don't want that picking up on a mic. Okay, and well. Go grab my pussy. Yeah, get him out. I don't know. Uh, I think it'll be better as I get older. It's just, I think with me, why it fucks me up so much is maybe because of all the dead people I've seen that have been family members. You know, seeing my mom die, seeing my dad die, my grandmother. I've seen so many family members dead. Well, you actually saw your grandmother cross to the other side, so that might give you some hindrance or hinkling of a notion that... Yeah, but what if I was just dreaming? What if I had like a psychic moment there, you know? That still proves that there's something in... That's true. I mean, I guess maybe that gives me something to look forward to, but then I feel like I'm such a schmuck half the time that maybe that's not what's waiting for me on the other side, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't believe in fire and brimstone and all that shit. If there is a God, how fucked up is that that he created us knowing that we're imperfect and still he's going to send us to a fucking fiery hell? You see, that's my biggest problem with the, with the Christian faith and the whole Bible thing is that yeah, that doesn't make it doesn't make sense because if if there is a god, he created us to be this way. Yeah, so that means every pedophile out there and every fucked up homicidal maniac out there—that's God's intention, correct? I mean, God is omnipotent; he can do no wrong; he knows all, right? Yeah. So what the fuck is the point of that? I uh, know. I'm gonna create you all, and then I'm gonna create this place called hell. It's like a sick game. I mean, if if there is a god, and that's and that's the way he really is. Holy like, shit! Do man. you really want to grovel at that? Yeah, I don't know feet. if I want to be up in heaven with someone like that. You know, that's yeah. fucked and up. And then you Christians would say, "Oh, well, that's just Satan getting to you and tricking you." And <clears throat> you know, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I. No god kills little babies like four days after they're born and lets them get raped and shit like that. Yeah. You know? It's, uh, and then, well, it's not God. This man's making their free will to be. Doing. Yeah, but he gave us this free yeah. will. So ultimately it is, it, it's ultimately him. Yeah. So anyways, that's enough going on that tangent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get you. I, I, my, yeah, my, my spirituality is more Christian than not, but it's definitely not held bound by some dogmatic, you know, structure rule, uh, belief system that you know was written down by guys trying to control other guys you know what my idea of heaven is eternal orgasm no i don't really care too much about that <laughs> my idea of heaven is being in a nice size house with every video game ever created for all time so even after i'm dead all the new shit's just going to keep flooding into the house and i can just play anything forever forever yeah. and ever and ever my heaven is the heaven of the suicide bombers Oh, 90, uh, 77 virgins? 77 virgins, but I'm already fucked because Hugh Hefner's there, so there's no more virgins yeah. in the afterlife. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's banged them all already. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I, I I, don't know. It's it's one of those things where it's just, I, I don't have... I'm, I'm narcissist to a point, but I'm not narcissist to the point where I think I know exactly what's going to happen. Oh, obviously. I'm not that... I just... Life has thrown too many curveballs when I think I know what's going on to prove to me that I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yep. 
So it's just all about riding with it and learning how to ride with it and to roll with the punches as best you can. Make decisions to make sure that you're not taking too many punches. But when you do get punches, you just fucking, you don't, you, you follow through with it so that the punch doesn't hurt so bad. Yeah, I reckon you're right. I don't know. I guess we'll find out when we get there, right? Yeah, we will. I just hope that, That's like... That's one sure thing. We will find out. Oh, yeah, out. you're going to find out one day whether you like it or not. I just hope that, like, the people that I love in my life and the people I've made connections with are there. I mean, obviously not before their time, but if time is infinite, as soon as I die, it'd be like they're there, too. Yeah. Because they've already died, apparently. You yeah. know what I mean? So... I don't know. I just hope that it's not lonely. Or if it is lonely, it's nothing, and I don't have to think anymore. Yeah. So. And all your worries are gone. Yep. So it's like you either you either go to heaven, and all is bliss, or you go to hell. And a vast, I mean, not all. I think Catholics still do the whole fire and brimstone. Yeah. But there's a lot of Christian faith. Well, Jews don't believe in hell. I mean, where death is just. Or maybe they either, do. Do well, Jews no, believe Jews in hell? Jews don't believe in hell. They believe you either live in the kingdom of God or you stop existing. Okay. Well, God, both of those sound good to me. So, it's like... Maybe I should become Jewish. <laughs> Maddie hit me up. <laughs> Let's talk about this. <laughs> I need to convert. Yeah. Ah, uh, shit. I already converted to Catholicism when I married Erica, so... Are you circumcised? I can't remember. Yeah, I'm circumcised. Okay, so, so see, I've already, I've already, I've already, already got the... already halfway there. Yeah, I've already got the dick for it, so... <laughs> so, what scares you the most? Having a bris at the age of 30. <laughs> Seriously, all jokes aside, what is your primal ultimate fear? My primal ultimate fear is um, is doing something to permanently fuck up the rest of my life. As in, like, leave you as an, in a vegetable state or... Being in a vegetable state, homeless. doing something that makes me homeless, doing something that gets me locked up for... Uh, in prison for well, the rest as of long my as life. you're friends with me, I'd never let you be homeless, dude. You could totally <laughs> chill at my house. Your ass would get a job, but <laughs> I wouldn't let you live on the street. But um, whether it be homeless or you know doing s- something stupid, getting myself into the mindset that I was in my early twenties and allowing myself to go back to prison, which I don't see, but it's still a fear. Uh, I don't think you'll and ever get back there. The um, it just it's it's one of the things that drives me to keep doing the good things that I'm doing now. But it is back there, and it is a fear that I have. Well, I think that's because the penitentiary system fucked you up so bad, you know? It, it definitely left well, like a we, lifetime scar. Yeah, like we said in, what, episode one or two, they're, they're made for one thing, you know, repeat offenders. They want you back, so. Yeah, and I never want to go back. Yeah, no, and I don't think you'll ever go back. I, I can see your fear, and I can see where it comes from, but I don't think you have to worry about that. Yeah. So... The only thing that scares me on your side as a friend looking in is you ride a motorcycle and I always worry that you're going to get hit and end up paraplegic or something, you know. That scares me. Or dead. Or dead. See, I'd much rather die in a motorcycle. Yeah, I, w- I would rather be dead than lose the loss of my limbs. I mean, props to all the <laughs> veterans and everything out there that can do it. I mean, that's fucking awesome, but yeah, if I, I lost the use of my hands or eyesight i mean i just i guess i would adapt i would have to but if i, I don't know if i'd want my hands, to you might as well take my dick well i was gonna say my video games <laughs> you can take my dick now it's my video games you know i mean well one day you'll just be able to plug in 
I don't know, I'll probably still be a retro gamer. Everyone's going <laughs> to be plugging in. Oh, see the newest Yoshi's Island over here? Because, you know, Nintendo's 100 years behind everybody. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh. hey. So, yeah, I I think one of the biggest things that, that I fear is fear going back to prison because it was hell. And I don't feel like... I don't think I, I could I could handle that. I just the people, the quality of people that are there. The um well for every one of you that's like maybe a, a bank robber the first time or just robbed something, there's like all these pedophiles and rapists uh, and murderers. Murderers, and, yeah. Well you don't when you're a normal population you don't see the pedophiles and the rapists. Well they keep them separate so they're not getting killed, right? Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Arizona, they will get killed. It's unfortunate. <laughs> it's, uh, um, I don't, it's, it, it's just a, uh, it's a mindset that you have to have in there. I never yeah, you, want myself it, to go there. It's almost like you have to lock a part of yourself away to remember to come back to when you get out. Yeah. You have to become a new person in there probably. You do. And if you're in there for too long, you can't find the key to the person that, that you, you locked, locked away. away. Yeah. I see that. And that's why there's so many people that go back. Yeah. Because that's their life now, you know? Uh, um, yeah. Where, where was that question that you pulled out? There was a second part to that. Is it right there? Just want to make sure we answered this uh, fully. Worst fears. What truly scares you? I guess we just kind of yeah. really answered that. You just you you asked the question twice, basically. Well, I asked the question. I think I described it. And we I think another thing is, is I fear just not so much prison, <clears throat> but I fear failure. Failure, like job, life. What are you talking about? Life failure. I, I fear. So, what would be a fail? What would be a failure to you? Um, would you be content living in an apartment the rest of your days? And, no. Really? See, I wish I could go back to living in an apartment. I hate owning a house. I want to. I want to progress in life. I don't want to live stagnantly. I want to. I want to maximize my my gains throughout life. I got gotcha. you. And it's not just you know you know from a, a monetary point but it's like I want to continue to grow good hearty relationships with people um, I want to contribute to society I don't want to just be you know a mindless drone drone I want I guess maybe that might be some uh, narcissism that I might have yeah you and I are definitely different when it comes to that because I'm a misanthrope I hate people in I general, hate people too, so. but I also I want to. I, I guess that's one way to feel like you're. I want to leave an impression I, when I'm dead. That's why I have a kid. I left my impression. I did my my naturalistic duties. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I I I, I crave something greater than that. Greater than a child. Well, you'll get there one day. I'm sure. I'm sure one day I will have a child, and I that might help. It does a lot. I didn't you know, really satisfy that urge, but I never really thought I'd want kids either. And then once I had Emma and Damien, I was like, holy shit, this is actually a good thing. You know, yeah. as hard as it is, it's a good thing. Um, I, I don't know. It's just, I, I want to feel like I contributed and made the world a better place. 
<laughs> Sounds like I need to go to uh um whatchamacallit, uh the Silicon Valley or something like that. Yeah. It sounds like I'm I'm giving a keynote speak about it sounds really cliche. Well, but um and and I I guess I am kind of having a bit of a an impact in that and I mean the work that I do is, you know, I work on the largest machine man has ever created. Yeah, so see you're already contributing, you know. But um or you just want your name in the lights where everyone remembers you. Yeah. I, I You are an egotistical bastard. I am, <laughs> I am and it sucks. It huh. sucks. It sucks to be egotistical and then not have the follow through of actually being able to enjoy it. Well, may you never know. Maybe this podcast will take off one day. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. It could. Yeah. Would that satisfy you if this became big? I would enjoy that. Yeah. I would enjoy that. And not just because it's big, but not for the sake, but I get off on attention. Not on attention. I get off on making people feel better about themselves okay and if i can do something that will do that and a lot of people will consume what i'm doing and they can feel good based off of the work that i feel then i feel complete well you'll have to let us know three listeners are we making your life complete (laughs) (laughs) you so you gotta what my dad always told me was if you want to accomplish something, you got to have the mindset that you've already accomplished it. Yeah. You know? So as long as we keep thinking that way, you know, it's just like this gig that we're doing. I'm not giving up on it. No. I, Even if it takes a couple years to roll into something yeah. bigger, I'm not giving up on it. And maybe something with your job will get good, you know? Yeah. So it's... it's. I understand it sounds very egotistical of me, but it's... That's still there. It doesn't. It doesn't detract from the fact that I think that all, desire is still there. I think all people have a desire to be loved or famous. That, no, it's. I think what I ultimately want to be, what I crave is that cra- craving of you know unconditional love from people that I don't feel like are obligated to love. I'm me. not obligated to love you. I love you. No, I mean seriously, <laughs> my kids love you. I yeah. mean. So it's just the only people obligated to love you are your parents. Yeah. Everyone else is is yeah. It's a bonus, you know? And I think I got a huge hit. As much as I was unsatisfied in my marriage, I knew she loved me. And then once I saw that that was gone, it's it's a weird feeling to Know somebody loves you and then know that they don't love you anymore. I've been there. I think, I think every person alive has been there. You know, we've all had someone that we've loved that loved us in return and then it eventually died, whether if it was our first girlfriend or first wife or whatever it was. You know, I think we've all been there. Are you texting in the middle of a podcast? I am. I'm trying to be all passionate with your fears, and you're like, this motherfucker to the left of me just won't shut up about (laughs) love. So, yeah, it's, uh, I live a busy life, dude. I gotta, I gotta multitask. All right. You don't have to let everybody know that I'm trying to do more well, than you one can, thing yeah, all at one I time. I wouldn't, but you could have told her two texts ago in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> Fuck off. Well, you know? This is my mom, dude. I'm in the middle of a <laughs> podcast. 
fuck off. <laughs> I love you, Garrett's mom. I'm just joking. She doesn't listen to this, though, does no, she? No, she doesn't. Okay. <laughs> so I'm in the middle of the podcast. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, I guess that's the other big fear that I have is, is I fear ever feeling somebody not love me anymore. Well, you're never going to stop that, man. Oh, I know. Throughout your life, even going forward now, you're going to have relationships that are going to end. Yeah, you're going to have, you're going to, you're going to run into that just as much as it's guaranteed that you're going to die. Yep. That's just a part of living and learning. That's the human condition, you know? Human existence. Experience. Yeah, I, since this is kind of a broad subject and things that scare us, let's just take this one little tangent off since it's almost Halloween. Although I reckon we're going to do another episode right before Halloween too, right? I'm sure so. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, scary movies just for a second. What's the one movie, maybe as child or recently, what's the movie that scared you the most? Take it off of personal shit and just something that you watch and just like, holy shit. And I don't mean jump fear. I mean like disturbed you at a core level. It could be a book if you want. I'm trying to think. The thing is, is I, when I was young, I used to be afraid of all kinds of scary movies. Anything gory would just, or gory or scary would just creep me out. But, um, I can't really account that because that's, that wasn't a fully developed me. Um, now I'm pretty jaded to scary things. I mean, there are some movies that creep me out, but, um, I think the one that really, kind of made me just feel gross Mm -hmm. at the end of it was the first sinister movie i haven't seen that is it good i enjoyed it but it's definitely one of those movies that just makes you feel is it is it gore or is it is it mental it's mental okay i mean there's gore in it but not a whole lot and it's not like you know hostile gore Mm. um it's just fucked up okay sounds like a good movie <laughs> yeah i don't that that one i won't spoil for you but right. uh, ethan hawks in it and he does a good job and uh, it's 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 worth a watch it's definitely worth a watch pet cemetery for me really yeah the book the movie terrified me too as a kid but the book is a thousand times more terrifying i read it and it didn't do anything to me you don't have kids that's true uh a fun fact here. Uh, but when did you first read the book? After I had Emma. Oh, uh, okay. Um, a fun fact. Stephen King, out of all the books he's written in his life, Pet Cemetery was the only book he actually had to shelve for like five years before he could finish writing it because it bothered him so bad. Really? That's his personal book that scared him the most. Really? And I didn't know that until after I read it and I started doing research on it because it just fucked me. For like a couple weeks after that. Just fucked with my head. Every time I went to sleep at night, I was having nightmares about it. Just completely fucked me. Which is funny because as a kid, the movie fucked me that way. Really? Yes. This, I don't know. The movie was funny. No. Maybe you saw Pet Cemetery 2. Pet Cemetery 2 is kind of funny. No, it's the, the one first where one? the little boy gets hit by the... Yeah, Cage. By the... Um, by the the diesel truck yeah gauge yeah that's uh that's the first pet cemetery yeah as a kid that movie fucked me and the book fucked me as i was older 
So I don't know what it is about that story in particular, but throughout parts of my life, Pet Cemetery has been, that's the thing that fucks with me. Wow. I don't know what it is. Because it's not really scary. I mean, it's pretty much a zombie movie when you come back to it because yeah. they're just burying people and they're coming back. But fucking with the kid as an as an adult now, having the kid die and then the dad going into the cemetery and like digging up his child and he's already getting all pasty and like yeah. decaying. Because like in the book, he describes this shit. In the movie, it's a little bit more tame. But in yeah. the book, I mean, holy shit. Yeah, because the kid gets fucked up oh, from the yeah he gets hit, hit by a fucking semi truck, man. It's uh, anyways, yeah. Even talking about Pet Cemetery, just oh, you know, <laughs> that does it for me. <clears throat> yeah, I would say, I don't know. I um, the horror movies don't bother me at all that much anymore. Did you ever see the Babadook? No. That's a good movie. It's on Netflix. You should watch that. Yeah, it's I I've been told that it's a really good movie. It's, it's uh it's, really good. It's, it's based based out of uh, Australia. Australia, right? Yeah, and it the monster isn't what you think it is. You it it's it's kind of one of those movies like gotcha, but you have to think about how it got you. Uh, okay. You watch it. And okay. even though that movie's old as shit, I don't care. I want to talk to you about it on a podcast. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll try to make it so that I can watch that because I think it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, yeah. So I'll watch it on Netflix over the week and we can come back and yeah, discuss. That would be a good topic for uh, Halloween. We should forego topic of the show and just talk about our favorite parts of Halloween. Yeah. The traditions, the movies, the costumes, all yeah. that shit. Sounds good. That would be good. Well, I think we're at a uh, nice natural stopping point for this week's episode. Yeah. And uh, just a spoiler alert for you guys, this is going to be one of the first times where we actually, you know, record one episode one week, release it, and then next week we'll record another episode and release it. So it's not... It's just too much talking off of coming after uh, the after Thorskin podcast. Yep. Yeah, I, we it felt like we talked for a couple hours, and by the time James is done editing, it'll be maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. If it's even usable. <laughs> I have a feeling he's going to edit a lot of my dialogue oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, uh, what's the word? Triggered him. <laughs> I triggered him as fuck. <laughs> Quite a bit. But that's the name of our show and that's what yep. we do, so. Thorskin triggered and they got triggered. Yep. So, alrighty guys, so you have a wonderful week and, uh. We'll catch you on the flip side. Does stage. anyone say that anymore? No, no, no. No? Just, just be quiet. Okay, catch you on the flip side. Stay triggered, my friends.